From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again. Back in, in so, two weeks in a row, man. Got the whole band in the studio. I'm loving it. Hard to do. I'm loving it. You got me, John Gafford, your host, lead singer of this ensemble. I was thinking more of like the tambourine steel player, drum player. Something, <laughs> the triangle player, whatever it is. Still drum with On the bass to my left, the Bulgarian mongoose, nope, Colt Amadan. Steel drum. Steel drum, Colt Amadan. <laughs> And across the way on lead guitar, Chris Four Top Connell. Four Top Connell. Four Top Connell. Hey, so why are we calling you? Why did I call you? Four I don't know why Connell? we're calling. No one's. <laughs> the <laughs> no. Royal We doesn't call us anything. <laughs> That's it. No, 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 I'm so I. So you weren't there, Colt. So we go to the. Uh, well, you weren't there because I didn't invite you. I guess. Thanks. Well, Thanks. Okay, asshole. Scott. Had invite, wait, how am I going to spin this where I'm not bad too? Yeah. yeah, yeah wait a minute. All right, no, I, I didn't get the invite either. Scott by Scott had invited yeah. me to go out on Monday and was like, "Oh, let's go somewhere. You know, we'll go to like a show or do something like Super Frico or something like that. And just check something out." And then I, I looked at the schedule. I'm like, "Oh, good. Bad news. Good news and bad news. Bad news is we're not going to like." Super Frico, but the good news is there's a hockey game. Of course, I have tickets, so I'm, you know, I'll take you to the hockey game because technically Scott asked me to the hockey game with my own tickets in a weird sort of way. You feel anyway. like he's trying to dig himself no, out. Pretty no, hard no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Chris, so, did you so, get invited? John usually tries to sell me his tickets. Yeah. Never. No. Oh, here's. Oh, I got no. one for I you. I have invited both. Both of you have sat in that seat yeah, next to me. Yeah, it cost me, me so 300 stop. bucks. <laughs> no, it did, it did, not, it did not charge <laughs> you for the ticket. The blasphemy and lies. So anyway, as we're at the game, I get the text from Connell, the, the far shot that were there. And uh, and he says, I didn't reply fast enough, I guess, for your liking. I didn't. Because I looked up to your seats and I didn't see you. It was that whole period later. I know, but I didn't see because wow. I was like, it was a good game. <laughs> but I didn't see you where you normally sit. And I'm like, I was confused. So I was like, you here? Because then I thought maybe he gave his tickets to somebody who knew me. And then they sent a picture to him of me. And then he sent it to me. And I don't know. I don't know what I was saying. But anyway, long story boring. Digging, digging himself no, in this hole. No. After you know the what game. I did Friday night? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't get invited yeah. by anybody. Yeah. Thanks, dang, guys. Dang, Colt. Be nicer, person. Colt. Maybe, maybe be more empathetic. Empathetic. Nope. And guess what? Have a higher Thank EQ you, everybody, okay. for not inviting me to think both of you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just plans you didn't have to turn down. Yeah, I didn't have honest. to make up any excuses. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. You just get to sit home by yourself. And yeah, I could post out. what I wanted to post, and I'd be like, eh. <laughs> and do that. But anyway, so towards the end of the third period, I start getting texts from Connell. Go to the El Nasir or whatever that the, the don't, salt, even, don't even the talk. Salt base don't even join have. us. Wasn't my choice. Yeah. So anyway, we roll into that place, right? We come rolling in there, right? Oh, going to meet Connell over at this place. I would have gone to Bavette's, had some bacon at the bar, been happy about it. That's such but, great bacon. I know, but we go to this place instead, go rolling up. Where's Connell? At a four top with two other people. Come meet us, and he's at the four top. Three other people. Three other people. Sorry, yeah, you're three other people. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, what's no wrong seat. with four if you got two no, and two? It's perfect. No, he, no but, he oh, invite, okay. but he invites and then, and then sits, so that's four top. I wasn't like, hey, John, I'm throwing this big party over here. I yeah. got a VIP. Yes, you were. Yes, that's what I read. So come here after. <laughs> so I, I, thought, I yeah. thought we were all going to stand at the bar and have I, cocktails and wait very long time for that terrible service. Yeah. You think chilies? What, what was bad? What, what I read when I read the text was... John, I miss you terribly. 
I can't wait to spend some quality time with you. Both were true things. Over a cocktail. You know what and I read? Four top. Would you, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Invite me. Because you, you got nothing. I got the, big the, plans the this weekend. The people we were with wanted to sit down and eat at 11 at night or whatever. And let's get the review of, of the old Nasser. What, how do you say it? How do you say it? New Salt Bay. New Surrette. New Surrette is a What's Turkish the, chef. And who became prominent because he spills salt all down his sweaty arms. Oh, it's so yeah, onto your hairy, and then, hairy, and then like uh, slathers in gold, and somehow that makes it good. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So, what's the over under on that joint going out of business, Colt? Uh, I already it's lost. Been open what two <laughs> years? I already bet on it being closed. year and, and a half. I, yeah, year and a half. I give mm. it another six months. Maybe, maybe a year. It's been open. Were you surprised Sushi Rock didn't open up again down there? I was. That was a cool spot. I was very surprised. It was always super busy. Yeah, and the upstairs yeah, was, was neat. Super loud know? though. Yep. Yeah, I liked it. Except for you know, yeah, I, I liked that joint. I thought it was good. Except for there's always like that one weird performer guy, and like I would go in there and we would be eating, and he'd be like across the room. I'm like, man, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. And then of oh, course, you make some like, card tricks. Or yeah, something? you make like a second of eye contact, and then he comes prancing over. And doing whatever kind of weird little show he was doing right but, in front of you, like John and I at the Hotel Moscow bar. Yeah, we exactly. Do not make eye contact. You're gonna lose. You're gonna They're lose your spleen. They're doing some different uh, magic tricks there. Yeah, the only other time I can remember trying desperately not to make eye contact at a bar. I think I told you about it years ago. We were in New Orleans, and there's a on Bourbon Street. There's a there's a divider where let's just say the um, the preference in women changes dramatically north of this street. And it's Mardi Gras day, and my wife is like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. And we happen to be up there. And she thought it'd be oh. easier because the women's room would be less occupied in this subset bar. It's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's not like it's 3 a.m. We go in, I walk to the bar, and all I can see is I see two bare feet, just one, two, to the left and right of me on each side of my drink facing me. I'm like, not looking up. <laughs> I, could, I could see in the calves there was some gyrating going on over man. I'm like, not looking up. Not looking up, not looking up, not looking up, not looking up. Slowly backed away, head down from the bar, slowly <laughs> eased out. And uh, yeah, my, my wife thought it was hilarious. Yeah, getting yeah. mushroom, mushroom stamped is worse. Mm. <laughs> True, that that is worse. But you know what's totally worse, guys? Let's talk about this today. Today we're I'm gonna we're gonna talk a lot about about my about my hour slash industry, which is real estate. Which is there's a there's a dramatic change happening right now in something in the industry, and it's a uh, a lot of guys are trying to hold on to the old old ways, man, the old times. I mean, I remember you know when I first got in this business back in you know aught six. That's what I like Walked to say. <laughs> that's, the, that's the old time. You can six get four rods to the hog's head. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You walk uphill to the office. Both you know, ways. You'd walk in and, and something about real estate, because it's a weird business, right? There's not a lot of other businesses like this where you work in such close quarters and are friends with your competitors, right? And there's normally a lot of you in a, in a relatively small space. So when people think they got the secret sauce, man, they got the juice, whatever it may be, they were very protective of that. And it created this scarcity mentality, this scarcity mindset that I got to hang on to mine, right? And over the years, as an owner, as a broker, you've had to deal with situations where this person stole my leads or that person stole this or this person. And it's like it, the feelings are genuine when people are upset like that. Mm -hmm. But very rarely is it the case that that actually occurred. And if you think about it, you know, if you stop for one second and you think about it, it's like, what are you even complaining about? Like, do you really think this person 
can completely ruin your business. And that's the attitude that so many agents have. Yeah. And so many Sometimes, it, but look, I, I, back in the day, it did happen a lot more. Yeah. You know, and it was where times you're about to throw hands because it made you look bad. It was, hey, why is your this guy reaching out to me now, right, yeah. from your office? So it there was some bad looks, but it wasn't that, oh, he's going to steal my client. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's kind of like golf or my brother was on U.S. ski team, right? They're competitors and they're best friends. Mm -hmm. So you might not do good, but the other guy does good. You have real... I think there is a little bit of a difference there because if you get first place or seventh place, the yeah. stipend's always the same. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, Everybody's it's, making yeah, the same in, money. In real estate, no, it's a but difference it's between your sponsorship. A, yeah. In real estate, it's a, a difference between a, a Cadillac Eldorado and a set of steak knives. How come Roma doesn't have to Want to see third place? Third place is? You're fired. So, no, it is. It's because it's your livelihood. It's It's very directly related to certain things, and that's why there's a lot of backstabbing. That's why... In personal injury law, which I do, there are people that are doing things called capping. They're paying tow truck drivers. They're paying police officers. They're paying stuff to get them the Glengarry leads, mm -hmm. you know, to, to get them yep. in touch with people who've been in accidents. It's illegal. It's immoral. And now the bar, the people, you know, have to go after them. So you're in an industry and you are fighting for kind of what's out there, mm -hmm. right? Some people do it with millions of dollars of billboards. Some people do it by being actually good lawyers, you know, developing a reputation for going to trial and winning. So things like that in this industry, it's different. But as a realtor, what are your differentiators? Yeah. There's not like, oh, that's the realtor you give to who advertises well, but he doesn't actually do his own sales. Yeah. Right. Or this is the realtor that actually go down and do home inspections with you. There's, there's very little differentiator. You're in sales, you're selling a dream, you're selling, you know, a lot of things. People don't realize a lot goes into it, but at the end of the day, that, that is what you're doing. So it's hard to differentiate yourself. So competitive edges, you know, are, are going to be very slight. And sometimes people think that they got this one thing or something and it's going to push, push them over the edge and it doesn't. Well, I think if you look at the, in the, in the age of information, if you, if you will, whatever it is, the age of information, how it works. If you look at people that I know that are outside of the real estate space that do exceptionally well, I think about my buddy, Dan Fleischman a lot and Dan throws, like there are, I mean, masterminds for this and, and seminars for that. And there's all these masterminds and all this stuff. And, you know, you come and it's, you know, nine ninety five for the general ticket and you can get the $2,000 VIP ticket and get this. And there's a lot of events thrown by a lot of my friends that are just like that right? What does Dan Fleischman do? Dan goes out and throws these elevator nights where a thousand people come in and he brings in the top, the best speakers that all do it for free. We, I mean, I've done it. We all go in and do it for free because Dan's just trying to genuinely help people. Doesn't charge anybody a nickel. Everything is on his dime. He, he pays to rent the rooms. He pays to rent the facilities, all that stuff. He doesn't charge a dime. And when you look at someone that has gotten where he is, how far he has gotten, the connections that he has, the wealth that he's been able to accumulate because of just being a giver. That mindset. I think that's the mindset that more people need to have. And the people that have the scarcity mindset are mm -hmm. never, like if, if it's never enough or you've got to cling to what you have, yep. you're never going to get to that next level. You never feast with a scarcity mentality. No, no you can't. And if you have that where you think people are going to steal your client, then you better be better at your job. Way yeah, better. Just, just be good. Just work hard. Be a good person. This is why I'm not afraid of AI. Mm -hmm. I'm not. We've talked about these yeah, things all the time. He's got such a great crossover, though. No, I no. know you took second place in your three-on-three. -three, <laughs> <but I'm afraid. laughs> I, don't, I don't mean Allen Iverson. Oh, yeah. no? Right, I meant artificial <laughs> intelligence, <laughs> yeah. but I did take second place in the... <laughs> 
three on three tournament i'm still if you could tell i'm holding my leg because everything hurts <laughs> um <laughs> we're old but we're mean and smart because yeah, if you're it. old mean and smart you know you've learned some things along the way and you can mess up these young bucks you know yeah. that's what we did and so here's, uh, so, i thoroughly yeah, enjoyed so, it but no so, but what wait, i'm saying real, is, well let's talk about that for just i'm gonna get you off point because how far are these guys flying when you're throwing the fuck when you're throwing the throwing the Kick, butt on yeah. them oh, you're throwing I, the hip I, on them I move oceans and mountains. <laughs> just, and I, you only I, probably got to do it once before they just. You do it a couple of times and they go, like, what? Yeah. What then, you, that's not fair. And then they try to put the hand on the lower back they and try, the bridge they try to do on the a lot feet. of yeah. stuff. One guy thought he was going to be super aggressive. So he like literally got behind me yeah. and he stuck his like head under my arm because they weren't being terribly judicious <sighs> with like calling foul oh, So great I literally Tuesday. dropped a headlock on this guy <laughs> i and i mean like i dropped a headlock and I walked him up the court and the guy was like freaking out because he where couldn't was, get out so where was this turn was it a Folsom? <laughs> no it was <laughs> silver springs recreation center it was the city of henderson and so um mean just, streets of hendo baby that's how we do it but we were murking some kids and they and the the organizer came up to us after <laughs> and he goes hey i really appreciated the way you guys played because those kids have never actually ran up against real adversity Oh. Because when I'm throwing a screen on somebody, yeah, this is <laughs> that's adversity. This is this is 280, you know, and kind of leaning into it a little bit yeah. near the end, yeah, you yeah. know, a little extra, just so, a little uh, something on the end know, of it. You you go this way, I go this way. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. It made me feel like I was still a relevant lion, you know. Oh my god, dude! I got I got to tell you this, and again, a little maybe off topic. So my son had his first lacrosse game on uh, <clears throat> on last Wednesday or Thursday, last Thursday, and they played what was the best team. In, in, in Vegas for the last several years and they just boathoused them. Yeah. They crushed them. And I gotta tell you, like my kids have been playing lacrosse now for a couple of years and you know, you see some hits, but I've never seen anything that I was like, whoa, until this game. So there was a kid that was maybe, I'll call him, I'll call him 5'10", a buck 55. Still a what big, I'm gonna call him. reasonable 5'10", big 55. Goes running. And he's on our team. He's got the ball in his in his in his cradle. He's, he's got it in his in his, uh, in his stick, and uh, he runs into a kid that was probably six one, one ninety five. Okay, so remarkable. Much bigger defenseman. Much bigger with a short stick. He hit him so hard. Not only did the bigger kid go flying, he broke his stick in half. That's called fundamental hitting. I mean. Bang! And this kid went flying, and his stick broke in half. And our kid never dropped the ball. And I was just... And you hate to do it as a parent, because especially because you know they're kids. But you're like, like like three <laughs> feet stars. from it happening. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like three feet from it happening. So I did feel bad for the kid. Why, how did he my, run through that guy? He just ran over. He him. got he just, low. Yeah, he got exactly. Low he man got wins. low. Low man wins. Low man wins. So yeah, if you're thinking your kid's going to play lacrosse and there's not going to be some violence out there, I, I, I saw it. It's, it happens. Oh, I love that game. There that has go. got to be the most underrated sport in all of sports right now. Oh, it was great. Is box lacrosse. So? Oh, have you, you've never been to a game. That's why you. Oh, yeah. I, I like lacrosse. Have, have you, you been played, to an uh, indoor lacrosse boxes? Game? What's, what's it's, the, it's one of the most violent sports. It's, it's, box it's ridiculous. You can smash somebody who's on the ground with your stick. Yeah. You can beat them. Colt, it's your game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. But what's the game that uh, they're in the long call throwing? Highlight. Highlight. Okay. That's Have an amazing Have you never been to Highlight? Have you been to Highlight? Uh, it's I've getting big lot, again. I've never oh, gone to the Miami's, Miami Highlight Dude, Miami's got a, the, the league the, coming again. The Orlando Highlight Fronton is what it's called where they play Highlight. Now, we used to go to the Highlight Fronton when I lived in Orlando a million years ago. Now, you could get regular tickets to get in. 
for a dollar, or you could get VIP for $3. Yeah. And just to let you know the crowd, VIP, a little sparse. A little empty not, still. not many people it's in VIP, empty. right? It's too much to swing for the three bucks. <laughs> but I could, if you've never been to Highline, what it is is imagine going to the dog track, right? Where you're yelling at the dogs and they actually understand what you're saying. That's pretty much highlight because you're like number It 35. was all funded by the cartel oh, yeah. back in the day. That was a drug dealer. Oh, it was dude. a big Cuban. Well, a, a, big. A, a buddy of mine knew a girl that dated one of the guys. So we always would go out and he would get the dirt from her, like whose girl just broke up with him, who was out partying last night, what it was, because it's not exactly the it's not exactly the cleanest betting sport no, there is. It's the fastest game in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that ball's made of wood going 140 miles an hour. Yeah. Fastest, fastest yeah. sport, fastest game in the yeah. world. Great, love it. Highlight's great. Highlight. There you uh, go. There it is. But yeah, no. I to get back to what I was saying. <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> no, it's that's why I, I, I'm not terribly that afraid of AI. No. I think that we're in a people business, and people are always going to want people to be doing what they want them to do. Right. Well, like your I, business will change a little I'm bit, sure right? But you have to. You have to adjust, right? And it and it's funny because these guys that sold real estate from the eighties till two thousand six, nothing changed. Yeah. I mean, interest rates came down, it just got better, but nothing changed. There was really no ups, downs, technology, nothing. I mean, twenty years you could run your business the exact same way. Yeah. I've been in this and there's 20 people years still doing that. And I've changed my business at least eight times. What's your facts? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh God! Just got somebody asked me. <laughs> oh God! I had a fax. I had to get a, per, uh, a, pers a prescription, and they're like, "The only way to do is fax us this. We'll sign it, refax." It. I go, oh, "I'm faxing." There, there are there are two ways I know. There are two things that can happen in a real estate transaction. Where I know I'm in for a very long day. What's your fax? AOL email address yeah, or Yahoo AOL. or Yahoo email address. Either way, it's going to be a long day. Going to be a long, <laughs> long, long, long day. But you know, one of the things I said, you're talking about, you heard you were talking about AI and, and attorneys. I heard a very factual thing that I thought was very apropos for AI, which was, they said, traditional lawyers are not going to be replaced by AI. Traditional lawyers will, however, be replaced by lawyers using AI. Sure. That's yeah. what they said. So it's not, it'll supplement. Lawyers. It's kind of the same thing with yeah. the, that we're trying to talk about today, where having that mentality for so long of the put your arms around your business and squeeze it and be protective of it and like worry about the wolves at the gates. You can't do that anymore. You just can't because it makes you like, it makes you look insecure and makes you look terrible, which is why I tell like my agents on the phone, right? Like the worst time to ever make phone calls is when you're broke because <laughs> people can smell it on you, mm -hmm. smell it on you a mile away. It's like every time I buy a car, I love to go to a car dealership. If I'm just, if I don't know what I, I, I probably don't go to car dealerships anymore like this, but when I would, I would walk in and I would look for the sales board, which is always predominantly somewhere around the sales manager's office. And it's got a bunch of lines and a bunch of X's on it. And I'm like, who's got the least, I go on the last day of the month, who's got the least number of lines, where's, where's Roma? Brad, <laughs> I want to yeah. talk to Brad, because you know what, Brad comes around the corner reeking of desperation, thinking he's going to get fired and he has to make a sale. So if you're one of those people that's clinging to your that's business, that's the most like Machiavellian that, shit of all it time, is, by the way. It's but it wonderful. is, but it is, it is. Beautiful. I knew I was going to go to a good deal from Brad because Brad had to make a sale. But if you're still running a real estate business like that, where you, you, you're so insecure about it, it's crazy. And the reason this all comes up, and we're going to bring in Chuck Cruz Cruzwati, who's one of our big agents here at Simply Vegas, been around for a long time. 
And Chuckets has worked incredibly hard to build a massive YouTube following. I mean, monster. The guy, it's like everybody in real estate is doing it wrong compared to what this guy's doing because we all spend five figures a month at least to, gen to generate leads to turn into deals. Chuckets through YouTube is making north of five figures a month watching his videos get paid and he's generating leads from them. So he's kind of flipped that completely on a script. But, you know, what we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of agents doing collaborations now where they're like, okay, this guy's got a big social media following either on Instagram or on YouTube or whatever it is. And they're seeing the value of letting go of clinging to their business, like with their claws just out of desperation sure. and being able to bring somebody else in that does the same thing they do and say, Hey, look, man, have at it. I know I'm, you know, I know you're not going to take my business, but together we can work together to kind of try to get each other some exposure. Sure. Well, it's like, I mean, Barstool was a really good example of bringing other people in collabing to get themselves bigger, right? Like mm -hmm. he's, he'd sit there and say, podcast i laughed at that but then i brought people in start working together that division took off you know TikTok. people you the more exposure you get is just a win-win right yeah. like it's just if you're on my instagram or vice versa that's a win right mm -hmm. same with you it's the more people you're in front of is a win-win and if you're good at what you do you don't have to worry about your people leaving you that's true other than juries <laughs> Other than juries, that's true. No, the more but, people you sit in front of is, yeah. No, yeah, it's not it. But like, to, but here's the problem. Like, even me sometimes, like I find I, my my instant gut reaction is to try to keep things in-house vertical, right? It's my instant quick reaction, but then I have to catch myself. It happened today. One of our agents came to me and said, hey, um, and this is a guy who's doing very well and does some speaking stuff and said, hey, I'm doing an event with this person and this person owns another brokerage here in town. And he goes, we, we did it before. It was really good. Um, but of course we're doing it and we want to make it fun and we want to bring people in and I want you to speak at it. Yeah. Right now my instant, instant reaction to that statement was, well, why are we doing it with this guy? Why don't we just, just do, do it, it in house and just, yeah. just do it ourselves? And then we can do this and then we can control the whole thing. And then immediately I was like, well, wait a second. Cause this dude has a whole nother audience that I don't have. Right. And I'm confident enough in my ability to walk up on that stage and make our company look like a million bucks. So I'm, you know, so again, at every level, I think your instant reaction is to play a little bit of defense with oh, that. Absolutely. But if you abs, if you stop for a second and think it through, the answer to this stuff should be yes. And the more of these type of collaborations you can do within people within your industry, the better off you're going to be. If you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with others. That's the that's that whole thing about how in Chinese the word crisis and opportunity are the same word. Well, I think that's that, that's every politician is pitching that. <laughs> Never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, no, but like crisis and opportunity are the same word. Oh, are they? Literally, it's the same word. It means crisis, means opportunity, same thing. Hmm. That was, uh, that's, a, that's an old, like, in the Chinese language, it's the same word for crisis and opportunity. Yeah. So you have a crisis coming, well, it's an opportunity coming. Yeah. I got, well, no, I, I, think, was, I was watching a meme the other day, this is for you, Colt, so, you know, Somebody who speaks Mandarin, please correct me. I'm talking about the same words. So I saw somebody who was talking Spanish, they said, uh, what, is, what is the Spanish word for, oh, yeah, for marriage? That, uh, what is it? Chains or? What was that? What's or, the um, Spanish word for marriage? A uh, wedding would be bolder, but it's not marriage. But it's the same as handcuffs, yeah, yeah, I think, handcuffs, right? It's the same yeah, as handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So and basically, you're trying like, to handcuff me and kill me. Well, well, there's like three things yep. that meant that same thing, and it's. 
But those but are slang true, terms, right? Though. I think they were slang terms. Yeah, well, weren't they? they weren't were, they slangy no. terms? I, I mean, probably. there's so many slangs in probably the Spanish language. But like you said, that you are going to have your first instinct to be like, ah, no, why would we do this? But maybe you're not going there and you don't get anything from the real estate side. Yeah. But maybe somebody hears you speak and all of a sudden, oh, he owns a title company. I like him or a mortgage or you never know where opportunity comes. Like well, the weirdest yeah. stuff, somebody might get injured and say, do you know what? I need help. That's the broker I'm sending stuff to. Yeah. I, I live my entire life based on trying to have as many people know what I do as I can. Yeah. Right. Everybody's a potential client at some point. Always. And even when I don't do what you need, right? I had a guy today, I was on the phone for a med mal case. I don't do medical malpractice, mm. but I'm like, I can get you in front of a couple of people that do. Yeah. Cause I want to, I want to connect people. Even if I can't have the business, it's not, it's never a waste of my time for me to put people in the right place. Well, I, th I think, I think too, is it's the mentality that it doesn't have to be a zero sum game, right? Somebody else does not have to lose for you to win. And again, in real estate, so many people operate that way. Other than in three on three basketball. <laughs> it's yes. Other than your three on three basketball. <laughs> somebody but, definitely had to lose. Yeah. Somebody there. definitely had to lose in that one to make it work. I guess Any, anybody that like went up against you from the midsection that is just going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, you're just gonna lose. <laughs> yep. No, I just every time I look, you go, no, because he. I, well, other than the yeah, ladies, okay. other than the ladies, <laughs> yeah, ladies. No, but I but I look at you and I think about my buddy Rick Wells and I years ago who played football at the University of Florida, and the coach gave him a scholarship to play at the University of Florida based strictly on the size of his ass. So he this, said, and that's what he told me. He said, "Dude, those hips, yeah." No. You, you I'm like Shakira, baby. They don't, his hips don't <laughs> lie. It. They don't lie. <laughs> Do you think she's going to jail? I kind of don't care i don't know i don't know really what she did right now the spanish government's after Tax. for back taxes that's yeah. how they got capone yeah governments don't mess around secure and capone like the, i can see them in the same class together it's like the state bar is you can you can murder a prostitute but if did you touch client the funds? thoughts and feelings of Chris no no no, 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 not, no but i'm saying do, we, like, we do not condone the murder no, of prostitutes no, you, can, <laughs> you can do all these things right because your criminal behavior doesn't mean you're any less of an advocate Right, yeah. or these things like they won't necessarily go after you because that's between you and you know the the law or whatever it doesn't necessarily prevent your license from being adjusted the minute you touch a client's funds it is world war three oh you're done so because, I saw, because that is now a direct implication on your ability to be an advocate yeah so i saw maybe a family guy clip or something now how would this really stand up in court guy hires a prostitute they come in <laughs> Got you for prostitution. He's like, no, I'm filming it. I I'm filming it. Yeah. Porn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would, I would, okay, here's what happens. Oh, you are? Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Before you make adult films, right, you are supposed to have like sheets okay. of information. It's it's some it's some United States code that actually that you're supposed to keep on file if you're a film producer for adult films. <laughs> so that they're over the age of 18, that there was consent, like whatever. St different states. Uh, have different rules and laws. I know that because California started to introduce a yeah. condom thing. Right. And yeah. so a lot of, a lot of production moved here, moved here yeah. and a lot of production has moved to other places yeah. where the laws for the state specifically are different. But there is a United States Code of federal law, I believe, about the production of adult content. Mm -hmm. Have you, you been injured on a porn one. set? Yeah. Where you should pay for it. Call segment, Chris Connell. He's hard for you. Stuff. Wow. <laughs> is, that too, is that too much? We're trying to go. Get I was going to, he'll go hard for his little different than he is. 
<laughs> He'll go hard for you. Yeah, I'll say there's a on that say. one. Probably aggressive. A little aggressive, yeah, a little, but a little aggressive. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it tests. <laughs> we'll see how it tests out. So joining us in the studio right now to talk about what we, you know, the topic today, which of course is the changing real escape landscape, Colt. It's uh, as real estate changes and we go forward. Um, you know, it was like forever, dude, you'd walk into somebody's, this ever happened to you, man? Like you walk into somebody's office and like, they would put their hands over the computer screen. Like, Oh, Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Like, like, you know, or they, don't they want, locked their doors. Yeah. Like, like, Oh God forbid. I see your stupid right. ad. You're going to run in the real estate right. book. God forbid. I see that that thing's going to knock down business, but you know, the business has changed. Social media is changing the business. And slowly what we're seeing, man, is the people they say, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, you go with others. And the people that are working with other agents in a selfless type manner are able to expand their reach in a way that, that makes a lot of sense. And today we wanted to bring in one of our aces from Simply Vegas, uh, probably one of the guys with one of the biggest me uh, megaphones we got here. And that's my man, Chuck. What's up, Chuck? Nothing much, but I do appreciate you guys having me on this uh, show today. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And this is, again, indicative of kind of what we're talking about, right? So Chuck has a, a big social media following. I'll let him tell you what it is. So, so talk about your followers, talk about where you're at on your different channels and, and what you got. Okay, so right now we actually have uh, two channels. One channel is about to uh, 240,000 followers. The second channel is about uh, 9,000 followers at this time. Uh, we have over about almost like a this is on YouTube. Views. This yeah. is on YouTube. Yeah, just on YouTube. So um, we generate probably anywhere from about 350 to about 500 leads every single month from that just from that alone so that just tells you all the schmucks like us that are paying for leads through all yeah. the other services and then you got chuck is just making videos and, I, and it's, it's funny i say just making videos but chuck has been with us for a long time, time. Yeah. i've seen him how many it's been what like six years now you've been doing this uh well the youtube thing has probably been about three years but uh has I think, it only been that long yeah i think it's been about like three years going on four years now right so it, it's a, it's dude, it, it is, and trust me, I see it, man. It is a full-time siege for him. Yeah. It has been a, a, a labor of love, full dedication to what you're doing to build to that point. It's not like you can just start making videos and hope you're going to have that type of, of results you've had. You've got to be consistent with it when, yeah. when you don't see the results coming and you don't see something happening, you've still got to stay consistent, which you have, yeah, which is awesome. So, you know, uh, you and you've been doing real estate now. You've been with me here for God, you ten Since years. The beginning. No, yeah, twelve. You were Chuckets was agent number uno at this <laughs> office. He was the first one I, to. Uh, I, I remember. Yeah. When this whole office was completely open and you were sitting in the corner yeah. and I was sitting on one side, we could literally see each other and there was wires like all over the place. I'm talking yeah. about on the floor. Yeah. And and that's how we we started this office. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah. It, it was nuts. So I, you know, you, but you've been around since, you know, back in the day when we talked about yeah. covering computers and doing those things and people being very, very to themselves and right. all about me in this business. So through your social media presence and, and you've got a very loud megaphone here in town, when did you start to see maybe a shift happening where other people reaching out to you and wanting to do collaborations? I, I think it really started maybe about like six months ago. And a lot of agents nowadays, they're, they're starting to get it because they start to realize, especially with these luxury agents, they like to hold on to stuff, but never sell the stuff, right? Because they want to hold on to it. But, you know, I started doing one or two and they started realizing like, wait, this guy's actually bringing me business. Like I, I'm working with this guy right now, Michael with uh, Trust Real Estate, Michael Johnson. He's also a builder. So, um, you know, I put him on the platform mm -hmm. and he's doing custom homes for clients and people are calling him directly because he's a builder. He's starting to see the value in that. 
mm. in exchange i'm getting the value by plugging his stuff on my social media site right. because that's what people want to see so it's really a win-win situation across the board i mean we all can make money yeah. right we, we let's not be greedy here it's you got you got to share the wealth well this is what i this is what i also think about it i think that i think that people give their audiences, like if you have an audience through Instagram yeah. or, or Facebook or whatever it is, and you should be connected to all of your sphere, your sphere mm -hmm. through social media. But I think you're giving yourself too much credit that literally everything you ever post that people are going to stop and scrutinize every bit of it. Like, wait a second, is this Chuck's listing or is this somebody else's yeah. listing? Like, what are we really doing here? I don't think they do that. No. So I think the benefit in these collabs is if you can film something, maybe it's your listing and the other person has a bigger reach and you can get it out there to more folks, to more people, more eyeballs, more stuff. But if you are somebody that's helping somebody else, like for you, nobody's scrutinizing necessarily to say like, is that Chuck? It's listing. They're just seeing a luxury listing come through your social media. That's what they're seeing. So it's beneficial to all because this is what I, this is what I can tell you. People that are already connected to you through social. Yeah. Are you going to lose any of those people to anybody else you feature on your channel? No, not at all. And especially the way, the way that social media works now, it's all about branding. It's not marketing. There's yeah. there's two different things, uh, two different things between branding and marketing. So marketing is just time that you're you're spending to share the information, sharing what you're selling. But branding is really real estate market share. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is when people see you on a consistent daily basis when it comes to real estate this is what market share is this is my go-to guy i don't care if my clients decide to contact somebody else it doesn't matter because we have so much content being pumped out there's enough money to come in you're not going to get everybody and that's okay yeah well i see again i agree you're not going to get your fringe players that are following you yes but your core network of people that follow you that you're connected to you're not going to lose them no. to another agent because you said something nice about a listing that you're at with them it's mm -hmm. not going to do that you know it just kind of goes to forever man it's been this super scarcity mentality yes within and it, what's and here's what's funny it seems like the higher up the food chain you go with some of these agents, the more expensive homes they sell, the more they cling to it. And the more it's me, 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 me. That is correct. However, things are starting to change now. I agree. And a lot of these luxury agents are starting to see that. Yep. Because if you can tap into somebody that has a quarter million of followers mm -hmm. and you can tap into their network, that could literally change the game for you. Oh, I agree. And one of the things that like we're trying to do here at Simply Vegas, and we're going to start doing, you'll, you'll be the first one to hear about this. You talked about yes. this. So, you know, Chuck, it's came to me and said, man, we need more collabs within the, within the company because I'm doing more than I am. So what I want to start doing as a benefit to our Simply Vegas clients that list really expensive homes, because we sell a bunch of them, yes. is saying like, look, not only are we going to have this brokers open where we bring in, you know, the standard thing that everybody does, but let's also have a, let's also have an influencer open where we bring people in that have good social media followings. And we do these collabs on our listings and we utilize the power of our brand within Simply Vegas and the agents we have here to help each other. And that's big because at the end of the day, what's going to happen, it's going to grow us as a company. Yep. And also, if you have that million dollar listing, why not expose it to everybody? Try to get out there as much as possible. Not only that, how it benefits you. If you have a platform, somebody may say, you know what? I like this guy. I want to start following this guy. Mm. And it starts from there. Well, I also think that, you know, it's a benefit to the sellers in the listing package. If you can mm -hmm. say like, look, this is what everybody else is just doing. Like a broker's open. we're actually going to have these influencers come through that feature this and we're going to blast this thing out over all channels. And I think that shows you that you're coming from a place of abundance and not a thinking of scarcity. I would have to and agree with that. that. So to all the agents out there, 
right? Mm -hmm. Let, let's give some basic YouTube advice real quick. Cause there's a lot of agents that are listening to this. They're like, Oh yeah, it's easy for this guy to say he's got 250,000. If I'm starting YouTube tomorrow, if I'm starting out, like how do I get to a place where Chuckets would want to do a collab with me? So I got to start day one. What am I doing? So here's the thing. If you guys want to do a collaboration, right? Give me a call. Let's figure out the type of collaboration first, just cause you have a million dollar listing. It doesn't mean you're going to get a bunch of views. Mm -hmm. We have to show some sort of value, right? At the end of the day, my goal is to pitch not only your product, but your brand. Mm -hmm. And this is how we actually work together. Also, I do want to do a quick plug real quick. If oh. you guys want to purchase our Realtor <laughs> Academy program. Oh, there you go. We have that. So check that out. So I just want to throw that in. There. How do they find how, how do they find you can't you gotta plug it. You gotta well, tell well, them how well, they find so it. So how to find it, all you gotta do <laughs> is go to our Instagram, right? In the bio, click on that link. Right, for all our agents here at Simply Vegas, it's only $195. And this is what I guarantee. Okay? Oh, there's a guarantee. Guarantee. There's 30, a guarantee. Guarantee. A guarantee. 30 days, right? 30 days. If you don't follow the a program, yeah. you get your money back. Wait. Right? Here's the thing you got to follow the program. See, I would say you got to follow the program. And if it doesn't work, well, you get well, your money back. If yeah. you don't follow it, that's on you. you know, that, that's true. Okay, you got to follow <laughs> the program. If you don't get calls, yeah. right? I give your money back. That's how guaranteed it is. We have over 10, I think about 10 hours of content, but we're constantly increasing more and more value. What's your Instagram? Uh, Instagram, Chuckets Crusoe. Spell that. That's not C-H-A-K-I-T-S. Mm -hmm. You should have this in the link in the bio. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you there go. go. No, but the, one thing that he does, and he takes your quote unquote competitors, right? Like that people would think is a competitor. You've always got them. Like I, you had John Nelson on. You've yeah. had, mm -hmm. you know, Jeremy. You've had all these people, and you've you've never lost business from that. No, because here's here's the thing. I'm trailblazing this thing. It doesn't matter. Look, we got enough business to come in. At the end of the day, there's seven billion people on planet Earth. I'm not going to sell everybody. I just want to do business with people that want to do business with me, that trust me and like me. At the end of the day, once you have those type of buyers, mm -hmm. it's unlimited, unbelievable. No, I agree. So again, so sign up for the Chuckets course, do yep. that and get started. Cause I mean, I'm telling you guys, if you're not branded out, you, you got to do this. And if you are not utilizing these platforms and utilizing other people that have big reach and inviting them into your high listings, you know, you're doing not just yourself a disservice, but you're doing your sellers a disservice. Cause our job is mm -hmm. to get these properties exposed as much as we can. And it doesn't only have to be me. It could be anybody, right? That has a social media influence. They could have 7,000 followers versus 30,000. That doesn't matter. Don't worry about the followers, right? Worry about the type of content that you're going to be providing out there, right? Mm -hmm. And the partnership that you're going to have with that other collaborator. That's the most important thing. Well, I would say, what are some, so let's talk about collabs though, straight okay. up collaborations. I think, I think for me, some stuff that's important if I'm going to do a collaboration with somebody is it's important that I also get a copy of the footage that we both get copies of the footage. Oh yeah, for sure. You should get the copy of the footage because at the end of the day, you should be taking that over to your editor and they should be um, chopping this up for micro content that you could be using. Mm -hmm. Also, another thing that I do want to mention when you do something like this, when we partner with other collaborators, we actually tag them on every single post, right? Because you could do this on Instagram where you guys are collaborating together. Because what happens is when you have one person that has 10,000, another one has 20,000, by partnering up, you're gonna get more eyeballs and more views on that property. Well, I would also say, and something we started doing here at Simply Vegas is within our Simply Vegas, Simply uh, social channels, I've made sure that everything is getting posted as a reel because mm -hmm. it's easy to share that as a story for anybody that works at the company. So for all of our agents that are like, oh man, I don't have a lot going on. Hey, here's a just 
listed three and a half million dollar house. Now it is tagged with the agent. It's very clearly printed which one of our agents did it. But dude, if you got nothing else to post, post that. It takes one second, one click to get it. That in itself is a collaboration because you're helping expose that other property, but you're also people in your network are seeing, oh, this person does real estate. It's better than being, you know, in front of the camera going, hey, if you just know anybody that's looking to buy or sell, I'd really <laughs> love to have them call me. That'd be great. It'd be wonderful. Do that for me. Great. <laughs> you don't want to do that. But John, wait, there's more. There's more. If you sign up for Chuckus's class, the next five minutes. <laughs> oh, boy. Next the next five, five minutes. minutes. What okay. is it? Connell Law will take care of one of your traffic tickets for free. Boom! 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 The flip mode, bad boy collabo. <laughs> right there. Right, Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes in flip mode. Had a collabo with Puff Daddy that I still think about. And I'm like, how do I be the P. Diddy to this? Oh, and that's squad, it. Buster that's Rhymes. It. And that's, that's what it. that is right I, there. He's never I offered. I appreciate that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You're the man. Listen, listen. It's hard enough to get him to pick up a check, let alone somebody else's <laughs> tickets. So there you go. It's uh, one of those things. Just kidding. Connell, that is a very strong offer. I just... First five time. minutes, the next five minutes. Yeah. And how do they find you, Connor? But wait, there's more. No, no, And how do they find you? Connellaw.com. Connellaw.com. That's 702 it. 702 It's Pretty simple. There Col you go. You're going to throw a roof in? No. There's no roof. There's more. You're not getting a roof. That's it. That's it. Sorry, guys. Well, hopefully, man, hopefully my dream is that agents start to become a little less grippy on their own business and a little bit have a little more foresight into seeing the future of collaborations and understanding the value of working with other people that have great reach. And I think as long as, man, as I got agents like you hanging around here, Chuckets, that are pushing that out here and driving that man I, I will drive it with you and uh and man we can change the business well i so just want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on this show you bet man you bet even though you've never had me on your show that's fine now we got to throw him on the yeah, show yeah, now, now, you gotta, now, now we got to throw him on the yeah, show now, now you got to do it and remember guys that's it for today and if you're gonna move remember move forward Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.